started from the bottom, now we're here, girl. Oh, yeah. This is my part right here. What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? Ooh, ooh. Welcome to Golden Girls Podcast. Hey, y'all. How is everybody hey, doing hey. today? I'm so happy to be back. I feel like it's been a minute, but I guess it's only been two weeks. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's your girl, Missy, the one you love, the messiest one you know. I'm so happy to be back in the building. Who I got all the way over there by the wall. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you little while laughing. Because she just always, she just, oh, no, she always do it. <laughs> <laughs> also, the DJ first. Yes, and I, I, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm over here focusing. She always interrupts my focus. Okay, so I am a executive producer. It's your girl Jess. Um, HGGIC Period. in the building. Period. HGGIC. <laughs> That's a new one. We we see the matching tattoos. We are gonna get something. All right. So who I got next to this? Who are you? What's up, y'all? It's DJ. Hey, DJ. I'm How excited. you doing? I'm ex. I'm excited for this week. Okay. It's a big week. We, it is a big week. It's a big week. And so we have our beautiful guest host here. Uh, she's been here before. She's an OG Golden Girl, a day one Golden Girl. But I'm gonna allow you to introduce yourself. What's your name? What's up, everybody? My name is Melba Clark, and I'm proud to be back in the building with y'all. Ooh, on yeah. Season four. I was originally on season one, but season four that means that y'all done leveled up. Listen, okay. we, we've been in the trenches. We just somehow God keep allowing us to keep showing up. We're very blessed. I'm very, very blessed. Absolutely, you already know. Um. So Melba, um, tell us how people find you on social media, what it is that you do. Well, you can find me on social media under path to peace underscore counseling or lovely Mrs. Dot Clark on Instagram. Okay. All right. And so what do you do for a living? Tell the people what you do. You know what I do? What you do? I'm a superwoman. But guess what's about to happen today? What's happening? We about to take the cape off. (laughs) So by profession, I am a mental health therapist. But tonight, I am just Melba Clark, a dope black woman. Period. I love that. See, see, she done talked the shot up out of us. That was given. That was given all that it was supposed to give. So here we go. Y'all ready? Shout to dope black women. Shout out to us. Clink, clink, clink. Okay. Clink, clink, clink. Dope black women. Thank you so much for that, Melba. Um, and I like that because it's very important to differentiate like when you own the clock and when you off. Period. Especially when you're in certain careers, it just trigger people to like take you back to work immediately. As soon as you start. Hey, I'm a I'm a therapist. Oh, really? Because I need a therapist. Or my mm-hmm. daughter needs a therapist. Mm-hmm. Oh, you a lawyer? Oh, I got this lawsuit. I got this car accident. Excuse me. <laughs> I do wills. I don't. <laughs> you know, it's just it's just it's very important Child. to draw those boundaries. So I'm so happy you said that. Yeah. Um, you threw that back and just started back talking, and I'm over here about to die. And Ooh. I'm like, how she keep going? 
Because listen, I'm from the east side. I'm an OG. That ain't shit. You feel me? You feel me? Like, nah. Um, so I think it's time for us to go into our next segment, which is the Midas Touch. Miss HGGIC, you want to take us on for the Midas Touch? I do, I do. So, um, what's up, y'all? Um, if you watch the show or listen to the show, you already know what the Midas Touch is. But just in case we got a couple new listeners and just because I like telling the story, I'm going to tell you again. So, um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the story of King Midas. It's like a an old fable or an old tale or whatever. But King Midas did a bunch of amazing good deeds. And the gods gave him the gift of everything that he touches turns to gold because he was just so amazing. They're like, let's just give you the touch of gold. And so the story goes on and, you know, y'all already know he ended up touching his wife, wife or his daughter or somebody and turned it to gold. But that was a whole different part. That part doesn't matter. What matters is that everything that he touched turned to gold because he was doing all these amazing good things. So we love to highlight certain people that everything that they touch turned to gold. Right. Yeah. And so today we got somebody that's really, really, really amazingly <laughs> awesome. OK, like. The bomb. Everything homegirl touches turns to platinum gold. It's just, just period. Everything is amazing. Carries. Y'all see the mic. You <laughs> already know. Okay, the mic. All right. Mm. So we got Miss Melba Clark, LPC, Woo-hoo! in the building. Miss um, Boss Lady, Miss Amazing, um, wife, mother, just daughter, all these amazing, wonderful C-E-O. things. Oh, 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 okay. Just support in so many, like, just a very important person in a lot of people's life. Absolutely. Okay. And she don't, she, she, she walk around like it ain't a thing. But it's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. For like sure. it's a real thing. So you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you talk a little bit. Can you tell us what about you make what what makes you golden? What what's why why does everything you touch turn to gold? I'm gonna be honest with you. I think that the biggest thing that I've learned over the course of my career, just me as a person, um, I like to plant good seeds. Mm, that's a good one and right, and yeah. sometimes playing good seeds can be hard right mm-hmm. you know especially if someone has wronged you or you know you might not have had the best reaction but the biggest thing is being able to be you not allowing for somebody to change who you really are um my my father always taught me at the young age my father and my mother actually I get this trait from them they're givers. They're big, big, big mm, givers. Mm-hmm. And they're givers in the sense, not always monetary. Right. In the form of showing love through actions, through words of encouragement. And I think one of the biggest things that just keeps me golden is being a blessing to others. Mm. When you are a blessing to others, it makes you feel so, so, so good. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I love it. That was so sweet. Oh, you feel all light and fluffy. I feel, see, I feel see warm. What see what we're saying? Like, yeah. I'm next to the fireplace. I'm about to cozy up next to Melba. Oh, my God. I, see what we said? We told y'all. <laughs> and she just wear it like it's not. But it, but it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. I love it. And that's a beautiful thing, being a blessing to others. And it does feel good, especially when you're 
when you're able to give from surplus, like mm-hmm. you have your cup runneth over mm-hmm. so you can give to other people. That's that's a great thing. And I'm happy you're here because, you know, we're going to get into the other side of that. You know, oh, yeah. giving when you don't really have nothing to give. That's, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, but yeah. anyway, so um, now, Melba, you've been like with us since season one, like you said. Yeah. Um, so you are OG Golden Girl. You've been in the Facebook OG. groups. You've come Otis to the in the building. Yeah. Listen, you've been in the Facebook group since the Facebook group. Yes. Been a Facebook group. Yes. You've been to the podcast. You've yes. come to events. You will be at the Goldman Summit. Absolutely. Um, and I just want to know, why Golden Girls? What keeps you engaged with us? What keeps you rocking with us um, for as long as you have? Well, for one, we ski town. Period. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Oh. Let the Detroit folks know what that means. So, so that's we're from Muskegon. Okay. Ski so town. we all stick. We all stick together when you're from Muskegon. We Period. try to stick together and show each other love. And <laughs> look at one thing, that. <laughs> one thing about Des, I'm really proud of her. Um, I want to share how important it is to have just networking opportunities. Mm-hmm. I remember um, last year. I was like heavy into my business constantly going, 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 going. And Destiny posted about Gold Leak Weekend. Mm-hmm. So I've been in the group. And of course, I can't follow that much on social media, but I'm a big supporter. She knows that. Right, right. When she had Gold Leak Weekend, I immediately, pur- I immediately purchased some tickets. Okay. And I was like, I'm going to go. I'm she was go. actually our first tickets. She yeah. bought two tickets yeah. immediately. I bought like, two tickets. We posted okay. it in like five minutes. She bought two tickets. Yeah, I so that. I was like, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be able to come. Yep. She texted <laughs> me like, I don't know if I'm coming, but I bought I'm the like, tickets. I'll rock with that. I'll rock with that. And so I bought the tickets and it came around that time. And the other individual that I was going with was not going. And one thing that we do as women, we always feel like we need someone to go with us to mm. support someone. Always need and, somebody to go with you. That's yep. a good one. Yeah. And so the first, the first day I didn't attend the event, mm-hmm. um, it was ax throwing and it was just, you know, bonding. I think it was out there. So it was ax throwing. Mm-hmm. You all were having fun. I saw it. Destiny actually ended up texting me. And she was like, why aren't you here? Right. And I was at home just chilling in the bed. I said, but then, I, you know, I got, I got that little pressure put on me. I said, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to be there tomorrow, though. Mm-hmm. And when we did hot yoga, that was my first time actually trying um, trap yoga. Mm-hmm. And it was such an experience. I was in there in the room with all of you beautiful yes. women, women from all different walks of life and seeing how powerful we got together and you can always feel energy yeah yep you can feel energy mm-hmm. and everybody's energy in the room was so welcoming oh. you know sometimes when you go we don't always want to be melba the therapist right. i was just going as an outlet to be around some women yep Yep. And have some fun. Yep. Let down our hair. And that felt good. So make sure y'all check out Gold League Weekend because it definitely was a hit. Last yes, Gold League Weekend. Yes. Um, Gold League Weekend is something that we do for people who aren't familiar. Gold League Weekend is something that we do every year. And it's a weekend of events this year. Um, well, in 2022, it was in Detroit in April. Uh, 2023. It might still be in Detroit. We don't know. We don't know. You gotta uh tap in with us to find out. But um, it's a, <laughs> it's a weekend. <laughs> it's a weekend of events <laughs> where we just we just linking up the whole weekend. So last year we did axe throwing. 
Then we uh, had a, a dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. we did trap yoga. Oh, we yes. So we did axe throwing. The next day we got up and did trap yoga. That evening we went to dinner. Mm-hmm. The next day we went to um, brunch. Mm-hmm. And uh, listen, and there was some bonus events in there because we was having such a good time. We were yeah. making detours with each other, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just a great time. Mm-hmm. Just good, authentic energy. Black women just being black women. Mm-hmm. People forming new re- relationships, telling mm-hmm. their stories. Um, making new bonds we got mm-hmm. fine it was a blast it was everything mm-hmm. that black girls love to do when they go out it was mimosas mm-hmm. it was a couple little shots it was pictures it was a little twerking a little bit here a little bit there we did our thing mm-hmm. and so um tap in with us for gold link weekend y'all gotta make sure that y'all tap in for that it'll be in april um but the details for that will be dropping very very soon they will um, be driving this weekend at the summit. So if you want to know about it, you should come to the summit and yes, get, get a ticket you to learn a couple things. Go link summit. Bet. Um, so next we're gonna go into um the mental health check-in. As y'all know, every episode before we get into the discussion, we have to make sure that we tap in with everybody here to know what you know, what headspace you in, what context to put your conversation in. You know what I mean. Um, and so this is where we ask how everybody's doing. And I don't want the grocery store generic answer mm. when somebody asks how you doing. <laughs> you go, I'm good. How you doing? Uh-huh. Okay, bye. No, like I want to know really how you doing. What's going on in your spirit, your head, your heart? Like, mm-hmm. how are you doing? Okay. okay. So um, Melba, how are you? You know what? I'm so glad you said that I'm in a space in my life. Um <laughs> of learning Mm -hmm. and what I mean by learning, learning myself again and where I'm currently at in my life far as being able to pour back into myself, you know, wearing so many hats. Mm -hmm. Today was a long day for me. It get exhausting. Yeah, It get exhausting and wearing so many different hats and having so many tasks to complete. I'm learning what space I need to be in to take a step back just to be intentional with myself. Right. And so that's one of my biggest, biggest terms that you that you are going to learn about as I present this weekend is about being intentional with yourself. Mm. That's you know, a big one. Yeah. That's you know, a big one. Yeah. When you're a friend, when you're a wife. And when you I you know, a bomb mom. Cause mm. I, I love, I love I love I love that title. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's That's, a dope title to have. I love sure. I love it. You know, everybody always laugh at me with my two titles. I'm gonna always talk about my husband, man, and I will always, you know, be there and support my kids. But there it there comes a time where with the business and everything that sometimes you have to take a step back to focus on yourself. So you know, last year burnt me out, drained me down mm, to my, mm-hmm. to my last. Mm. I have nothing to give anybody this year. I'm intentional with myself. I love that. I love that. And it is a decision you got to make. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like life will pass you by. And at some point you got to put yourself, yeah. you know, forward, like at the front. Yes. You can't get time back. I was about to say, <laughs> time ain't going to wait for nobody. Yeah. So I love that. Intentional with yourself. Mm-hmm. I really need that. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're going to do something with that later. Okay. Um, Des, how are you doing? I Listen, I know this week is because the summer coming up. I'm stressed. So I know you stressed too. Um, I was actually avoiding answering this question because um, I am, I'm at a very, very, very high level of stress. 
and mm-hmm. um some of it is good some of it is frustrating some of it is a bunch of different things all at the same time um yeah I'm doing a lot of things so I got you know what fucking I'm gonna just get it out real quick so I, I got a bunch of stuff so last week if y'all know my mama, she a klutz, right? I mean, I'm sorry, but she just is. She knows this. She's not going to take it offensive because it's true. Um, Like, last week, my mom fell, like, cut her leg up really bad. Like, we had to call the ambulance. It was a whole thing. Um, Like, she was, like, centimeters away from a main artery type of deal. Like, mm-hmm. um, broke, like, a huge mirror. It was just, like, fluke. Like, a fluke situation. Like, broke a mirror, tripped over it, and cut her leg up. Like, just the most. Um, Also, this week... I am like on a flip side though. Um, I, long story short, I basically got asked to like do this position and it kind of got built around me. They kind of gave me everything I wanted. Like, um, okay, I'm gonna just say this. When I was in, <laughs> I remember being a, getting my bachelor's degree in social work and I remember having this professor who was like, I have not applied for a job in over a decade. And I was like, what does that mean? And he was like, I just haven't. Like when you were a good social worker, the things that you do, like your skills are just needed so much that people come and find you and they'll give you whatever you want. And at the time I had only known social workers to be like a CPS. And I was like, oh, well, that's, a, you know, that's mm-hmm. for them super special people. Right. And, you know, I'm just be a CPS and keep it moving. You know, I'm just trying to get some benefits type shit. Right, like I didn't, right. I hadn't, I wasn't in a space where I was bigger than that. Mm-hmm. And so... I didn't really think about that experience until this morning because <laughs> this morning I started this position that I basically was sought out for. I basically was given everything I want. It was set up to look exactly how I wanted it to. It literally was developed around my strengths. Like they like, we see you doing this and this and this and this. And could you come and do this and this and this here? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's for the biggest school district in the state. And um yeah, it's real pretty. I ain't gonna hold you. And so well, I went congratulations. through Congratulations. Thank wow. you. Congratulations. Yeah. I went through a lot because I still have a business. Uh, I still have two businesses. And um, and so I'm like, I don't know how I want to handle this, but um, I actually really love the work. And so like it's not gonna be bad. Um, but you know, it's a big deal. I got a lot of stuff to deliver. I had to get a lot of signatures for them to create a job out of thin air for me. Um, you know, it had to be voted on. It was a whole thing. Red tape. Red it, tape. it was a lot of red tape that they moved out the way for your girl, like snatched it off. Um, mm-hmm. I'm able to exist in this space. And so um, for me, that's a high pressure situation. So that's a lot of stress because I need to perform. Not because anybody's actually pressuring me, but if they gonna move mountains for me, I'm I'm just gonna perform. I'm gonna be great, right. you know. And I am. So that's thing. Um, unfortunately, I have a funeral. My uncle passed away tomorrow. Uh, the funeral's tomorrow, so I have to go back to Muskegon for that. Um, I got this new job. I got all this other stuff going on. And then this weekend is the summit. Yep. Which I do uh, the keynote. <laughs> somehow i ended up being the person planning this event and also the person keynoting it and i somehow (laughs) somehow for me but i'm sorry i feel you you. i'm sorry y'all but i'm gonna tell y'all i'm stressed out um right yeah (sighs) all right so we're gonna talk about it later a little bit more but um I am like there, like, and mm-hmm. we supposed to be doing these interviews on on Friday with the podcast. Supposed to like, yeah, that, this, it's like, a BMF event we going to, and we got some media <laughs> passes. 
on Friday. I'm just, uh. I don't know. So I'm I'm just, um, it's a lot of different things. It's a lot of firsts. It's a lot of bigs. It's a lot of emotions going all type of ways. Mm-hmm. I'm super high. I'm super low, but I'm here. I will talk to y'all on Sunday and we'll have a real discussion. Right. Yeah. right. right but yeah, yeah, sorry. I took up so much time. I just, y'all asked. So shit, I had to do I listen. It ain't no time to this show shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so DJ, it it's up? your turn. Uh, How are you? I am okay. So I'm okay. What is that? So mean? it's like two extreme things. So like really low, low. Mm-hmm. Uh, my granny went into hospice. Mm-hmm. Well, she's I'm going sorry. into yeah. hospice, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, the high, high, you know, being mm-hmm. the, the summit, me, right. I, you know, I gotta, I did like, you know, I can't think about all that. I gotta focus on, I'm just focusing on that, you know, mm-hmm. focusing on something good, yeah, you know. Yeah. So I'm trying to do that and I'm really excited. I'm nervous as fuck because y'all got me on stage. <laughs> you like, got this. You got this. Right. And you're going to be why all would right. They, like, she why would y'all do right. that? Why would <laughs> you got why something to say? You that, got a story to tell. <laughs> uh, so, you know. And and I really think it's interesting that you always choose to blame us. Because awesome. it is. It's their fault. You know, it is. It just is. make sure when you <laughs> blow up that shit be my fault. Too. I was <laughs> just going to say it's fine. Just make, sure, just make sure when checks start to clear, that be my goddamn part too. <laughs> but you know, y'all didn't put me on stage, okay. and uh, you know, I don't know how to. I you still know don't know how, how I'm feeling about that. You know how you feel. You know, but <laughs> I'm, I'm excited you. about it. I I'm really proud of you. Excited too. About I, just it. Be. I missed. You know, I was. I got pregnant because I was doing too much of the do. And I missed Goling Weekend. Like oh. I completely missed it. Oh man, mm. brunch was my first day out. That was my. Oh yeah, that was my first day. That out. was literally yeah, my oh, first wow. day out, and I got drunk as hell. Right. <laughs> was, you had just had the baby. What? Two weeks before. Yeah, she she, she was not she supposed just, to be there. She had just got no, that okay, okay. okay. I yeah. was like, she was not supposed to be there. I, okay, it was too. Much. It, it was something, you know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I had a fucking ball. Absolutely, I had fun. Okay. <laughs> But I missed that. that. So I'm excited for this. Mm-hmm. And so, um, well, keep going. I'll let you finish my 12 check-in. I was gonna explain <laughs> the, the whole the whole goal link thing because goal link weekend really inspired this summit. It inspired a lot of things for us. So yeah. um we we just did goal link weekend just because we wanted a safe space. We wanted to create a space where women were just getting along. It was positive, it was genuine, and it went way better than any of us ever thought that it was going to yeah, go. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it, it just inspired us to really take that goal link um, idea and linking up with women in that space. And of course, you're going to network. Of course, you're going to, you know, work together in spaces, but not making that the focus and making yeah. the focus just about being there right. and experiencing each yep. other yep. and like creating that space. It really was phenomenal because I mean we I put it together but I we had never experienced anything like that no, either. No. And so we went back to the drawing board and we're like, okay, so how do we continue to create things like that? Like that's what we want to do. That's yeah. what we want Golden Girls to be. Yeah. And so um I had already been saying like conference, 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 conference. We're gonna have a conference it's essence. We're gonna be like that. And so we were like, you know, let's let's bring that type of space. Like let's sit down in a conference setting and let's get to the nitty gritty. And yep. then let's also let's do some some goal link weekends, some more. And then um we we got some goal link retreat in the planning too. So um there's levels to this. There's yeah. levels to it. It's so, something for everybody. So <laughs> you realize you got more in common than you 
thought with mm-hmm. people that you didn't, I we're, never would have talked to. We're you know? more the same than we are different. Right. And that goes for like everybody. Damn near everybody. Yeah. Like yeah. we're so much more similar than we are different. And we let the dumbest stuff like drive division mm-hmm. between us, especially black women, like the cattiness, the little stupid stuff we do. Mm-hmm. It's really because either we hurt or we feel, you know, rejected. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. it's just for, we all be, you know, experience the same emotions, but, it, you know. I think one of the biggest things is we see a smile and we see, I know this often happens with me a lot. Mm-hmm. We see this smile and of course, you know, I worked hard for this smile. So right. when you see this smile, Damn. there's a lot behind it. Yep. Though. Yep. And sometimes we don't understand that. Here I go, y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Give it to me. Preach, preach up. Everybody has, <laughs> everybody has a journey. Everybody has a journey. You hear me? And yes. I'm going to get it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, seriously, though, we all can connect in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we don't realize it because we're looking at this person like they're uh, perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they're not human. Mm-hmm. We all human. Mm-hmm. Yep. We all have trials and tribulations. We all take some L's. We all have experiences where we like, ooh, I probably shouldn't have did that. Yeah. You know? That's what Messy Missy is all about. Like, let's talk about the bullshit that we've all done. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's nothing that we should condemn each other for. Mm-hmm. It's about sharing our stories and our experiences and mistakes. So hopefully we can either make someone feel better that they're not alone mm-hmm. or help somebody kind of step over that puddle. You know, yeah. the mistakes going to come. But if I can you know, tell you about this danger coming ahead and help you avoid some shit. That's what I'm going to do. You Absolutely. Know? But, you know, sometimes we get lost in translation. We're going to talk about it, though. Because we can learn through each yeah. other's experiences, right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Um, Missy, mm-hmm. how are you? I am... I don't know. Um, mm. <laughs> so many things. So many things. Um... So I am making the transition from far- part-time stepmom to full-time stepmom with my two step kids, which is you know, exciting. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is exciting. But I'm nervous because I know that's still a transition for two kids. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's not nothing small for them. Mm-hmm. And um or you. Right. Yeah. And it's new territory for me. Mm-hmm. And so my goal is just trying to figure out how to best manage the situation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um so there's that. Still newly married. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm coming into myself as a professional, you know, as a golden girl, as a host, like, you know, the dust is starting to settle and I'm starting to kind of see a clear path for myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm just in a huge, huge like transition. And so it's so much anxiety and anticipation because I know like everything is happening in my favor, mm-hmm. but I'm just bracing myself because um, it's all new. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm just drinking new stuff from a water hose and then, you know, learning how to set boundaries for myself, um, learning to just accept people's reaction for who they are instead of trying to manage myself around people's mm-hmm. reactions or trying to manage myself to not get certain reactions out of people, just be me and let them be them and yeah. let it sit for what it is, yeah. you know, just a bunch of stuff. Like just, you know, I, and I just turned 30. So there's that too. It's just like, I'm coming into like a new 
time in my life. Mm-hmm. And all yeah. of this shit Welcome is starting to the 30 club. It's starting, yeah. to, it's starting to gel. <laughs> but also a lot of shit is starting to fall off. Mm-hmm. And some of the shit that's falling off is not shit that I expected to fall off. It's things that I thought would be there forever. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and I gotta be okay with that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um it's things about up. me, people, mm-hmm. um, the know. versions of people that I get. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, all of those things are changing. And I just gotta be like, I you know, my goal is just flow with it. Like, don't fight it, don't, mm-hmm. you know, take none of it personal, just flow with it, just go with it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm telling myself, like constantly. And that ain't an easy task. Man, listen, because I'm not a just go with it type of bitch. Mm -hmm. I'm not, but I have to be because the shit is going to happen and you, you know, being resistant towards it just makes it harder for you. Like, just, you know, kind of just be easier on yourself and everybody around you and just kind of... That's what I keep telling myself. That shit is hard, though. Because low-key, in my brain, I'm on everybody's ass. But in my heart, I'm like, Isha, be cool. You know, just... Trying to figure life out, man. It's like I'm in my adolescence all over again at 30. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm I'm good, you know. Like, it's a good place to be in. But it's weird. It's like I'm just getting titties or something. You know that weird time it's when you start to get titties? You're like, oh, my God. It's just like that? It's, not, it's just awkward. It's just like, oh, my God. Okay, so, okay. So what do I do with all of this now? Like, mm-hmm. okay, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at with it. It's great. Um, also excited about the summit as well. Um, I've never presented myself as a golden girl in this capacity before because people know me as messy missy which that's like me but that's mm-hmm. not all of me I also have a very professional um, tell them that title skill set okay you title. understand Dr. M.A. Howard please okay period <laughs> I also have a very you know professional and trained skill set that I worked mm-hmm. years to develop you know what I mean yeah. and so people are just now going to be able to see that side of me and I'm excited about that mm-hmm. so you know I'm ready to show off the intersectionality yeah since I'm a Gemini Ooh. I does it all <laughs> um so that's where I'm at with it so it's it's a good place I'm just nervous as fuck for everything mm-hmm. but yeah so um Next, we got Golden Things with DJ. DJ is going to give us the updates on what's going on. That's me. What's up, y'all? What's up, <laughs> what's up y'all? Um, I am here again to tell y'all about our Golden Things, right? So make sure y'all subscribe to the Golden Girls Group YouTube page to watch this, <laughs> to watch all of the live streams of the podcast and, you know, what it takes to produce the show, the, the stuff that goes on back scenes, you know, make sure you subscribe. Um. Make sure that you also subscribe to our Facebook, Instagram, and our TikTok pages, right? So now for the real, for the real, real, um, we do have our private Facebook page um, called the Golden Girls Group. So this group was created to to be a safe space um, for Black women and our allies. Again, no men allowed. Um, We talk real shit in there. (laughs) People share their personal business in there. It's a real safe space. Yeah, for sure. Um, Visit www.goldengirlsgroup.org for everything Golden Girls related. So keep up with our events, um, stream the podcast episodes, get to know the women behind the nonprofit um, yes, organization. Non-profits. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Meanings we yes. don't make no money, so donate it. Yes. <laughs> and you can write it off. Though. You can write it off. You can write it off. Um, and you can also buy merch. You can see yeah. the merch. No, see, look at. 
Right. Yeah. She's like, it's so pretty. Yay. Okay. Um, <laughs> so make sure. That's how you um, feel when you wear a merch. Yes. Yeah. It is. <laughs> Dan's got her work clothes on. So hers is like. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, so when you visit uh, goldengirlsgroup.org, uh, <laughs> uh, make sure <laughs> when you visit the website, make sure to get subscribed to our um, newsletter, our Golden Things Monthly. So um, we'll keep you up to date on all of the things um, Golden Girls related, the podcast, the Facebook group, just whatever's going on um, that month. We won't um, spam you, we promise. No, we won't. We Maybe. definitely are gonna spam you. <laughs> you know how much time it takes to spam you, right? Much. Yeah, we ain't got it. <laughs> so, uh, this weekend, what's we going on this weekend? weekend? So, we got Gold Link Summit Saturday, January 28th at 10 a.m. The time is near, all right. The time is here. Make sure y'all get y'all tickets. So, this is our we've been talking about it. We go keep talking about it all. We night. got some original okay. OGs in the in yes. the yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, we we do. We really do. We do. Yes. Hey, y'all. So we have one of our one of our speakers, Miss Mrs. Melba Clark. Okay. Hey. All right. Coming here about the journey. Yes. CEO of Path to Peace. Path to Peace Counseling. Okay. We also have um our wonderful wonderful panel. Right. So we have Brittany Newton, your fave plus size model. Hey, Hey, girl. girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Over there. <laughs> so we, we got <laughs> Tiffany Lester, um, CEO of Pushing Pedals. Hey Tiff. And Rika Hodge, body by Rika. Rika got body, y'all. She's oh, fine. she got and a she body. Works hard for she it. Okay. Work. Let me tell you, so hard, fitness and okay. nutritional coach. And she uh yeah, looks the and part. She, and, she yes, do, and she do meal preps with them salmon wraps. I, I know I they look good. Rika, I promise. They I look really good. good. I'm about to get I, it again. I'm just scared. They, and, I see, and I see that new salmon you about to drop. I'm see? watching since I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> they look good as hell. So we also got Shantice Calhoun. The Shantice effect. Y'all hear it every time. Hey, okay. Shantice. Right. Our financial coach and entrepreneur. Y'all. Yeah. Good vibes. Good we vibes. Yeah. Yeah. We got Shantice. <laughs> we also got big boss Kanisha Ingram, CEO yeah. of Adivas Everything Boutique and First Line Tax Pro. Yes. We also have DJ Lixer as our other guest speaker. Y'all know we love Lixer. Ficky, Ficky, Ficky. I had to do it. DJ, <laughs> DJ point blank, period. Y'all already know. And if, wait, if y'all don't know DJ Lixer, like, Period. One of the best DJs in the city. For period. Real. For real. Like, period. Man, woman, child. Period. Period. She okay. did my wedding, too. And she, we had a ball. Okay. She knocking out everybody. And of course, of course, we have our keynote speaker right here. Okay. Mrs. Destiny Williams. <laughs> CEO of Golden Girls Group. And cheers to life counseling. Cheers. Cheers. It's got we go, we're gonna have fun. We're gonna have fun. It's and gonna be amazing. By the one and only. Yes. And the ho- one and only Dr. 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 M A. Uh-huh. Howard. Yes. <laughs> Y'all know me as Missy Missy, though. 
the one you love. In the it's, mind you, it's gonna get messy. Okay, we go, we go in a good way. It's we gonna, gonna get messy, about, vulnerable. You know, it's gonna be real vulnerable. Yeah, and I'm gonna be in y'all business, but I tell y'all mind if y'all ask. I'm not gonna lie, mm-hmm. I'm nervous about it, but I'm excited at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So listen now, if you don't have your tickets yet, I'm gonna need you to get them. Um, we got a bunch of discount codes floating around. They are about to expire. Okay, yes, this is this week. The discount codes are not about to last. No. Asking for no discount Mm -hmm. for nothing. You're not paying at the door, period, because it's a conference and we got to pay for the plate before you get there. It doesn't work like that. Like that. Like, no. says you can't pay at the door. It's not happening. Y'all better leave me alone. Um, Mm -hmm. I need y'all to get on your stuff and, well, not even that. Just don't be calling me afterwards saying you wish you came. That's all I'm saying. Y'all love love to do that. Y'all was mad that y'all missed it. Oh, my God. They was yeah. mad they missed Gone Leak Weekend. Don't miss the summit. So I think this will be fun. Um, I think it's gonna be really good. It's 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 I'm excited. Let's, let's I think the summit is a way for us all to be able to fix each other crowns too. I mm. think so. Walk out in power, yes. walk out with some energy, Absolutely. walk out feeling like I know they're about to walk in there fine. I know they're about to walk in there fine. I told you I ain't never been. I've lit literally only seen this shit on Housewives. Real Housewives, <laughs> that's why I didn't... Like, I mean, yeah, be real life. Real Housewives but, of Detroit need to get a little... But you know, they be so... It be so fake. It be so... It be so much drama and fakeness in there on Housewives. Like, I... This is that's not true. that. Yeah. Cameras can't. That's come. the thing. Like this no, is not. But that. I this am is funny real... though. But I am funny though. Funny as hell. <laughs> <I am> funny. <laughs> not, but I am. We funny. gonna have what a time. Mean? But it's a real genuine time. Yeah. yeah. Listen, you know, I, I think like we more of an own vibe. Maybe own. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we should yeah. be on our own network. Yeah. Not, well. Only whatever network gonna let me flame whoever the fuck I need to flame. <laughs> <laughs> for you. They gonna put you off the show, messy business. They gonna put. Really? I don't mess with nobody. Oprah gonna come in me. herself. Like, but when you get a show, what? somebody always messes with you. She's gonna be like Dr. Howard. Yeah, yeah, she. <laughs> I ain't gonna say nothing. We're coming right here, Dr. Howard. <laughs> uh, y'all are gonna be like, I tried my hardest. <laughs> See, okay, so see, since we getting messy, we might as well get into these. Go ahead, okay, all right. Go since, since we being messy, all right. Go Listen, ahead. Now, y'all know I had to get messy, so the usual go to ball is not happening. I got some discussion topics because we got the two therapists. Let's not get a little, you know, get in, get into it for real, for real. Because I, I am executive producer, and I am Melba Clark today. Period. <laughs> <laughs> see, listen. <laughs> I hear them and I understand them. I actually encourage their behavior. The problem is, is that they do this so well, it just seep out of them. Yep. It's going to happen anyway. It's, listen, we know. don't y'all worry. <laughs> we don't. I'm going to get it out. Yes, All you right. Do. So, boom. Okay. So, first, um, as we were talking about the summit, we I want to talk about the theme of the summit a little bit this year because I think it's something that resonates with a bunch of black women. Uh, the theme for the summit is surviving superwoman. Which is a term coined by our own HGGIC, but CEO of Cheers to Life Counseling, Des. Um, she coined the term surviving superwoman because um, that's a running thing that we run into as Golden Girls and at, that she runs into as a therapist, where Black women tend to feel the need to be everything for everybody. Mm -hmm. Every time somebody calls, we have to answer and we have to fix whatever problem Mm -hmm. is on the other side of the phone. And to us, that translates as love. To us, that trans, you know, like that's a great thing. And it is when you're in surplus. Yes. When you're over. Yeah. The thing with with a lot of us is though, 
is that we take from ourselves in our most important relationships and we spread ourselves too thin out. Mm -hmm. And so we're exhausted and we're neglected. We feel forgotten. We feel unappreciated, all of those things. And so it's great to be given, but when um, your cup is empty, there's a dark side to it, right? And so that's what Surviving Superwoman is. We just want to have the conversation. We want to talk about the untalkables. You feel me? Like we want to talk about those real raw feelings about feeling left behind, unappreciated, or sometimes the fear of needing to be in control. So we try to control everything around us. And if we don't do it, can't nobody else do it? You know, we do all of that. And so we need to talk about why and let's have real conversations so we can have real healing, real change. You feel me? So let's get into it. Um, so uh, Melba, since you are our guest. So you just gonna keep on calling. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Go ahead. The answer to that is yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely am. Um, this and they hear from us a lot. You know what I'm saying? So we got to okay. get you with them. All, All right. right. But no, real quick. Um, now, you know, so surviving superwomanism, I think, and Des, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, because you, you the dictionary on this. Because, you, you know, you made this up. But surviving <laughs> superwoman is kind of like just women once again who just feel like they need to fix people's problems. They need to they need to wear all the hats and they need to be perfect at every hat that they wear. Mm-hmm. And they're hard on themselves from mistakes and they expect perfection. Like, mm-hmm. um, well, I think is um, I think that develops eventually. I mm-hmm. think it is more of just um, I think you start off just being an extreme caretaker. Like mm. in spaces like you just you you are a gap filler. Mm. And um and I, I think that that's a role that I, I know for a fact that all women can't deal with this. I definitely 100 percent do. Um, right. But I think that black women deal with it a lot because of a lot of the things that our communities have faced. Mm-hmm. And so um, our black men have been under attack in a lot of different spaces over the past decades. Right. You know, the war on drugs, the war on, I mean, just <laughs> black men going to pe- prison, period. Like there's just, there's time in our history where the leaders of our community got um, attacked right. flat out, period. And it caused us to, yes, it, and I they don't know still if there are. was a time when they weren't absolutely, in this country, you know? absolutely, and I think that it, and it causes the women in our community. Um, and when I say caused, I'm specifically talking about like the war on drugs and then also um, mass incarceration because those were both going on at the same time, right? And it was a time and space where at least the generation above us, maybe even some of ours, were they were wiped off the streets. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They yep. were, you know, absolutely, um, and and definitely, like you said, still dealing with it now. Um, but it caused, I think that it caused our women to step up in spaces in leadership roles. Um, I, I think we just filled a lot of gaps, and I think I think that they did a wonderful job. At absolutely, it. absolutely. I want. I mean, I think that especially the women above us, I think they put our communities on their back and they made it happen because they needed to. And that's amazing and that's beautiful, but they sacrificed so much of themselves Mm -hmm. doing that. And as, as people who grew up watching that, I think that we didn't realize 
that that's a reaction. Like, like we didn't realize that they didn't, that they had to do that. That's not something that they wanted to do. Yeah. And so now you grow up with all of these expectations where you think you should be superwoman and the whole world should be on your back. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and and you're not good enough unless it is. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's like, so then you get into the perfectionism and all of those other things, but it's like, it comes it, I, I think it grows based on like your experiences. Like when you're really little, you're told as a as a little girl, you're supposed to have it all. Mm-hmm. You got to make sure you have your kids. You got to make sure you do this. Oh, you want to go to school? You you could do that, but you got to make sure you have your family. You got to make some money. You got to do this. You got to do that. Like these and, things uh, are embedded into all of us. Yeah. Um, in what levels of expectations we supposed to bring to the table, and then also on top of that with so many generational changes in the black community because mm-hmm. because the black community is jumping like yeah you know what i mean and so there's a lot of first generations this and first this and first that so you managing 16 different balls mm-hmm. you know and so after a while you think that you are only average or adequate if you are managing 16 balls and most people got three yeah right mm-hmm. right we're yeah. like what's next Exactly. Yep. I did this. Yeah. Yep. 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 You never satisfied. Yeah. Yep. yep. And I so can, I feel like I'm missing. When is something. enough? Yeah. When is it enough? Or I can do something else. So I got to. I yes. can do just because else, so I, I, can. I can't just sit just down. Just because I can doesn't yeah. mean yeah. I have to. Yep. Yes. So yep. I got a question. Um, because when I sat down and thought about it, because I have some of this too. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to know, do y'all think that this superwomanism is something that we put on ourselves or is it something that people actually put on us? I think it's a combination of both. Okay. You know, um, growing up, I remember just a situation, just even thinking about some of the things and I'm not going to give all my little spoiler alerts away for the presentation. Period. <laughs> so you got to get your ticket, okay? Your ticket. But right. I remember um, my mentor, may God, you know, Bless her soul. She was she was hard on me. She was something else, Dr. Calloway. Mm-hmm. Um, I graduated from college and she was my mentor. She did not play with me. At, at one point, I'm like, oh, do this woman like me? Right, right. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I recall her saying to me, um, Melba, when you get out in the field, I just want you to know that you're not about to have it easy. Mm. And I'm like, what you mean, not to say like what's wrong? Right, right. <laughs> what the I fuck do I do? She what like I do. Girl, you always dressing, you gonna put on them heels, you you gonna do you gonna get in this field, and you're gonna have people are you're gonna have issues just because of that. And I didn't understand what she was saying until I started getting in my field. Okay. And the comments and different things that I would hear, I started to develop a complex about myself. Mm, mm-hmm. So every day I'm putting on my clothes that I thought was the vibe that my mama bought me. Shout out to my mama. Shout out to mama. That. And um, and I was, was and I would get dressed. Marching. I would get dressed, and I started going to work, and then the expectation of myself changed. Mm. In what way? The expectation of how do I not feel all of this pressure on me? Do mm. I gotta fit in? Right. Ooh. As a new no. brand new professional. She didn't. Ooh. Do I gotta fit in as a as a you know 
new professional coming into this world. And then it made it even more difficult because mm. when I graduated with my master's, some of the jobs that I had, I was the only black staff member. Mm -hmm. Girl, mm -hmm. you better talk about yep. it. And that made it even more difficult. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes it was the expectation of, you know what? When I first started off in my career, and I think that's why I'm in a space that I'm at now, is because my expectations, it wasn't, I wasn't trying to, I'm not trying to prove anybody nothing mm -hmm. the camera at this space that I'm in right now. Right. Today. And y'all hear about it? Okay. <laughs> so, like, because for me, I... And I've talked to I've talked to Destiny about this too. I got to the habit where I felt like I had to do a whole bunch of things to just basically cover my own ass because I was raised with my grandmother. Mm -hmm. My parents weren't around, mm -hmm. and my grandmother will always let me know, like, I'm not gonna always be here. You have to learn how to take care of yourself. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you can't wait on no man to do it. You can't wait on this person. You have to be able to take care of yourself. Yes. And so that let me know at a very young age that if I didn't have my shit together. Yeah. And I didn't do everything I needed to do. It wasn't going to be a soft place to land for me. It wasn't no going to live with my parents, yeah. going to live. It was like, you better get you, it or you're you going to be on your ass. Right. Like, it, it's just you. Yeah. Right. And so then I was like, well, I need, I, you know, I need to be able to do multiple things and see which one is going to work. And, you know, like if I got some extra time, I could be making more money and <laughs> I could be doing, you know, uh -huh. and it was just then I just kind of got in that habit of having to do a lot of things at once to even feel like I was being productive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You yep. can't sit still. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's like downtime felt like I was leaving Less something bad. off, leaving something undone. Mm -hmm. yep. Inadequate. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah. And so, yeah. And I don't know if that's like trauma or abandonment or whatever that is. I don't know what that is, but that's kind of how I ended up doing it. Like realizing like, Yes, yeah, it's you. You might be all you got. Well, I think it also comes with breaking generational curses. That's what mm -hmm. I was and say. I don't like general. I don't like the term generational curses. I say generational routines. Mm, <laughs> that's Amen. a good one. You I like that. I, mean? yeah. I like that because anything that is learned can be unlearned. Mm. Yeah. It's not a curse. As it's long not as you curse. want to. Mm -hmm. As long as you want to. Mm -hmm. So yes, we all have a past. We all have things that we're dealing with. We have those trauma experiences right. like look I gotta get it by any means necessary because what you done braided her hair the lawyer braiding hair <laughs> exactly right she had All the selling time, bull puppies she, on the side she, she, <laughs> is. she is doing some 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 of everything mm -hmm. and sometimes I think in our fields and different things that we do I had to learn even just this last year like why do you have all of look you can't be all of yeah. this to every, you know, as yeah. much as we want to say, we want to help and we want to mm -hmm. do these things. It requires you to take a step back too, so that you have something for yourself. Mm -hmm. Because towards the end of this last year, I mean, end of last year for me, I was completely burnt out. I'm yeah. not doing that again. Yep. yep. I'm not doing it. Yeah. I just felt like I could not even felt like, I, I don't know. I thought it was something. Like, if I ask for help, it's not that I didn't have nobody to ask. Mm -hmm. Like, I had my mama, my daddy, my grannies, all mm -hmm. of that. But if I go back and ask, like, that means that I failed. That means mm -hmm. that I don't mm -hmm. have my shit together. Like, yeah. even in college. Like, mm -hmm. and I'm a college student. Hindsight, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. But even still, I'm like, I can't. Yeah, my mom's gonna be like, you ain't got this? 
Mm-hmm. Why you ain't doing what you up there doing? Even though you the first one that it never went. Yeah. Right. And yep. it ain't even like they have always, for, I don't know where it came from. It's me assuming that that's going to be the response. It's right. not even like my mama came on me like that, came down on me like that. Yeah. But I, is that a sense of being rejected know. by somebody before? Mm. <laughs> See, you'll have me talk about my daddy issues. Oh. <laughs> Not oh, for real. Not for real. Because maybe. Like yeah. for me, what comes up for me, and that's why I was talking about it, because like what comes up for me is just the abandonment thing. Just just feeling like I was on an island by myself. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then even with my grandma, she raised me and did a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. But um I always felt like like she don't have to be doing this. Like, um, you know, as soon as I can, I'm not gonna ask her for shit because mm-hmm. she didn't even have to be doing it in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm not her kid. She didn't have to be, you know. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I cannot ask her for shit, I'm not gonna ask her for shit. Mm-hmm. Even though it was sometimes I needed to ask, and I was like, no, I'm gonna just figure it out. Yep. And that grit is important. Like, you know, you don't want to go around asking mm. for shit and it make you lazy to a point. But I'm far from that. Like, yeah, you but know, that's still your abandonment. Because yeah. you you don't you still don't feel worthy of you know what you got. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I thought that it was interesting to point out, like all three of y'all cited completely different sources of where your superwoman, I always say superwoman syndrome comes mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. Um, like completely different spaces of of your motivation and where of why and all mm-hmm. of that. Um, that's why I, I think it's more of an embedded thing that um I think it's not generational curse, but I definitely think that it's an expectation period of everyone. Yeah. Um, I also think that being a black person in America gives you one layer, period. Well, because we, we thought that we got to work twice as hard. Twice yeah. as hard. You got to act right to yeah. be half as yeah. good. You got like, like you know what I mean? Like, you, you deal with the police. You got to act. Yeah. Better yeah. than anybody um, on the planet. And, and that's and real. You still might and that still might not say and, that. And guess what? And that's the reality and it's of real. being a superwoman. It is. And the crazy thing the is, is like, sometimes I feel like I've been traumatized into being a rule follower so much that Absolutely. I get scared of stepping out of boxes that really don't exist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, even just even just being a lawyer and also allowing myself to have other free spaces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, like, I remember... I remember um, at one time I had a side hustle. I was a door girl mm-hmm. at the clubs or whatever. And I like, you know, it was this dude that came in that was like a host for the party. And he, you know, conversation happened. He was like, you a lawyer? And I was like, yeah. He was like, if I was a lawyer, I wouldn't be working a door at no club. Mm-hmm. Shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. And he she was leaving right there. He, kn- he didn't yeah. understand where you came yeah. from. And so, you know, and I'm just one of those people like, just because I do this don't mean I can't do this. It's all a hustle at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And plus, like, you know, it's just, like, I, the the shit that people say, you know, like, when you in survival mode and you just feel like you're the only one, you listen, you just grab on to what you're hearing, and you're trying to follow the rules and trying to get in the game and stay in the game. Uh-huh. So, of course, it's like, okay, I need seven strings so I can work the door, I can be a lawyer, I can braid hair, and then I need three more. Okay, bet. So, we're going to go to Golden Girls. That's going to be something eventually. All right, bet. Uh-huh. So, what's seven? Okay, I'm at four. Right. Three more. <laughs> and it's like, nigga, chill out. It's like, chill out. Like, yeah. chill. Yeah. You know what I mean? But... That's what it feels like a lot of the time. That's how my brain is moving do, 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 all the time. Mm-hmm. Where can I make cushion here? Where can I make cushion here? Oh, that yep. one falling, boom. Oh, that one falling, boom. Yeah. And I don't really know how to get out of that cycle for real. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But that's a, that's the survival cycle. Like that that's living in survival. Like you just said. Like like you still in survival mode. You still stuck into a space, stuck in stuck in a space where you needed it. Yeah. And you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta spend some time and figure out what that is. And I think that's all of us. But you gotta spend some time um really deep diving into this like that's why i like doing events like this like okay you're not gonna necessarily get therapy but maybe you know we can identify a space that when you go back with your therapist you could be like hmm let's talk a little bit more about this right um because for me i really i'm going through the journey where i have to really figure out what it is about my perfectionism because i definitely have it yeah um definitely oh we both do bad okay (laughs) Mm -hmm. i will poof in the powder okay i will sacrifice until i can't Mm -hmm. to get some shit perfect um Mm -hmm. and you know where does that come from and what does that look like and you know we have even different growing up experiences and still have it Mm -hmm. so it's it's just figuring out you know what specific is what is specific to your story and what it is that really triggers you in what spaces um i had a conversation a couple weeks ago. Well, nope. I'm lying. Maybe like a week ago with my cousin. And we kind of just sat on the phone and cried. And we talked a lot about, um, like, she actually initiated the conversation. But we talked about a lot of things. And just through our different experiences mm-hmm. and relating them back, mm-hmm. like, through our lifetime. Like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I was doing this. Well, wait, that happened? I thought mm-hmm. you thought this. Yeah. I thought he was doing this. Like, having that moment, we was like, whoa. Like, mm-hmm. Dang, we got a lot of abandonment, rejection issues. Like, we really just kind of had a powwow and identified a lot of spaces. And I think we needed each other to fill in some gaps Mm -hmm. to help. Mm Because with trauma, one thing that I think that a lot of people don't realize is trauma also deletes patches. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, it's real choppy on what really happened. And you got to spend some time digging into it to Mm -hmm. figure out what part of it is your brain trying to protect you? And the sometimes pain, you need that, yep. like that validation yep. from other yep. people. Like, and I yeah. wasn't tripping. Yep. Yeah, and what part is your brain just piecing together on its own because it's trying to make sense of it? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that that that's a real thing that you really got to work on because I, I think that, you know, I've always thought that I had to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I've thought, I've always thought that I had to get 110%. Yeah. Not 100. I had to get yeah. 110, yeah. period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. I got I got a bunch of reasons why. Mm-hmm. You know, like, but I've that's just always been what it is. So when I get a 98, mm-hmm. <laughs> you like, hold up, I'm a failure. Right. Like, you know, that's yeah. that's failing. What happened right here? Yeah. <laughs> and so people don't, you know, a lot of I, throughout my time, a lot of people are like, you got it, you always got it, or you good, or you great, mm-hmm. or you this. And and they don't understand that that's not helpful to me because. I don't want to be good. I can't be good. I have to be perfect. There's a whole different thing. And mm-hmm. I'm probably suffering trying to yep. be this mm-hmm. fake idea of perfection. Mm-hmm. You know, no so such thing. exactly. <laughs> it so, don't exist. It does not. Where does it where did where does it come from? I don't know where this shit came I from. I think sometimes we like, take where, expectation on Why do I do this? Yeah. Why do I do this? Like And we think and we think perfectionism is a solution to a bunch of problems that mm-hmm. we have too. Girl, mm-hmm. I got a C one time at the first C I ever got <laughs> and I fell the fuck out. <laughs> I cried. 
I did all of this stuff. My mom and daddy didn't care. They were yeah. skipping school. Like yeah. they were C students. Like they barely, right. gra- right. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. they did not care. They was kind of shocked that I was doing so damn good. But mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> how the fuck did I, I got, mm-hmm. what did I do? That's not, no, mm-hmm. like th- I like I broke. Yeah. Like, yeah. I broke. I'm like, I'm not like these regular people. I'm like, why yeah. am I getting a C? I think there's a what? real generational and I, I think there's a real like race layer in it. Like I yes, do truly believe sure. that being a black person in America makes you think that you have to have some level of and even if it's not perfectionism, at least act right. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's either that it's, or you go the complete opposite way. I'm yeah. not going to listen to shit yeah. nobody say. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. either you completely rebel uh-huh. or you just be like, yep, rule follow, yep. rule follow. It's and for crazy. me, I figured out it was just easier and quicker to get through rule following. Like, yeah. that's yeah. really what it yeah. was. It was yeah. just faster. You can yeah. get what you want. Like, let me just do, like, okay, I just got to get a hundred. Boom, boom, boom. Like, yeah. let's just get that out the okay. way so I can get, so yeah. you can move and I can get to where I need to go. Mm-hmm. And I never realized th- throughout that journey, I really didn't realize where I was going. It was yeah. just about getting through. Because mm-hmm. the thing you know? was, was that for us, it wasn't just about getting a good grade. You know what I mean? Like, we yeah. had to get the good grade and a little extra to overcome racism. So it was like, I got to I gotta get the A, but I got to put some sauce on it because I'm black. So mm-hmm. I can't just get the black A. I got to get the highest A. Yeah. So it's not because I'm black. It's because I and got we the highest A. we were told that. Mm-hmm. Well, we were told it's that. Crazy. And it's real, though. It's Let's real. be clear. Like, that's the other side of it. Because even though we were told it, it is real. Yes, it When is. you talk... I got pulled over the other day. Mm. And... I was just being myself and I had him laughing and I was just, you know, I was just talking. Like, I genuinely wasn't trying to... And the first thing he said was like, he did give me a ticket still with his... But anyway. But he wrote on the ticket, like, he was he was like, um, he was like, you know, if you go to court, you know I got you, I ain't gonna... Whatever. Like, he he was like, I did write in the notes, though, of the ticket, like, you were very respectful, you were very nice. And I was like... What, why? What, yeah. Why? I was just like, yeah. wait a minute. Why does that <laughs> matter? I wasn't even, I mean, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you were very respectful, so you didn't die today. Type. Like, that's how I felt like. Yeah. yeah. Well behaved. I, yes. It yeah. felt like he was like, good nigger. I swear to God. Right. Like, I was like, like, what? We was cool the whole minute until he said that. I was like, dang. Like, I thought, because for me, police, I mean, I guess they should. It's almost when they were like, oh my God, you're very articulate. Mm-hmm. It's yes, kind of like that's that, how like, I bitch. felt. Yeah. Like he was surprised that I was respectful. I ain't no slave. First I of all, I wasn't even necessarily trying to be respectful. Like I respected him as a human being. Like yeah. you can miss me with giving you respect because you're a police officer. Right. Because that wasn't what happened. I was mm-hmm. just right. talking to you as a human being. Like I know, and and I have a respectful pub- public servant because yeah. I am one. Yeah. But that's not. It's mm-hmm. not because you at some level of authority yeah. over me. Right. You know what I mean? But like, you know what? It, and coming you at from work. a different standpoint, though, like. You know, I'm a mom of a driver. Yeah. And that was one of my biggest fears um, with my son driving. And to be honest with you, he, he's he been driving since October. He's gotten pulled over twice. And the first time was like almost like a trauma response from everything that we have saw that has yeah. taken place in the oh, world. Yeah. And so me being a therapist, you know, I'm going to self-reflect and do it all yeah. myself because the first time I instantly started shaking. I believe it because he's not been to panels with his dad. And it's unfortunate that we have to do these things. But as a mother and being a super mom, I, I, your goal is to get home safe, son. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Period. 
And that Your sucks, goal is to get home truth. safe. Mm-hmm. And yes, yes it, it sucks. But let me tell you something. We live in a world where some things are out of our control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yes. what you can control, it, yes. what you can control, yep. it, you know, we say that our, how we talk to how we talk to the cops. Like, we can't just be like, what you pulled me over for? Yeah. Yeah. Because guess what? Mm-hmm. Right. We already. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Our skin garlic is already yep. a threat. Yeah. Yep. I'm yep. scared for mine to walk to the store and I live in the suburbs, but it like, oh, I would definitely. be, I would be a little more comfortable yeah. with them walking <laughs> where, I, where I used to stay. Yes, I yeah. would be. Yes. Ain't nobody scared. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's layers. It is layers to that yes. superwoman. It's yes. the super mom. It's the mom making sure that the kids is good. We wear mm-hmm. so many layers. That exhaustion come with a lot. It does. It does. Now I get I why a, my mama didn't want me to walk from school and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, got a, I got a question though. So with the superwoman syndrome, do you think that it gets to a point where we can ruin important relationships we have because we have the superwoman syndrome? Absolutely. Yes. yes. How? I think that sometimes we don't realize how overbearing it can be. Mm. <laughs> Mm. I know in my household, I done chilled out, you know, um, just even with the cleaning. One of my things that I like to do all the time, man, I got OCD so bad. I think the pandemic and uh, heightened it. It's so mm-hmm. terrible. Always oh, so terrible. But I've gotten better. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Because it's something that I'm being intentional about. Right. And, and yeah, I think it can't ruin some... Um, friendships or some certain relationships or stop you from benefiting in your level of growth or where you at. Because I know right now for me and my business with how big it has gotten, it got mm-hmm. to a point like, okay, you still trying to wear all these hats in this business. Right. You still trying to be mm-hmm. this person. You want to be the Nuh-uh. contact person. You need You want to do yeah. this. Oh, uh-uh. I need help. Yeah. I need right. help. Yeah. And then you have to know when you need help or mm-hmm. you have to know when you have to set some boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. even with, um, and friendships are going to get ruined whether you love it, like it or not. Or not. And mm-hmm. this is the reality of it. Sometimes, People can call me. I don't feel like talking on the phone no more. Girl, I hate talking <laughs> on the phone. I, I hate talk- it too. I, oh look, my God. Look, I, I don't feel like talking on the phone like that. I don't like talking on the phone like that. Like mm-hmm. I have, after you do so much in your day. Yeah. And you wear all those superwoman capes, basketball games, CEO. I'm in class. Yeah, that's not. Mm. I still think it's crazy, but I'm, I, I'm here I'm for you. I can't right wait now. to. I'm managing supporting. my nephew. I have so many different hats that I'm wearing that sometimes if you don't take a step back and know when to give something up mm-hmm. in your life, you mm-hmm. know, and everybody's not going to see it how you see it. That's just the reality of it. You got to know what you need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And in the midst of knowing what you need. That's the most important part. Mm. It's not that you want it to be ruined. You never know how someone on the other side is going to perceive it. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So it can come off overbearing mm-hmm. or maybe controlling. Yeah. You know. Sometimes you even start to resent people. Yeah. Mm. Like mm-hmm. I noticed that with me and it's, it's not even like, even with my husband, it's not his fault. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I don't, I'll just do it. Mm-hmm. I'll just do it. I won't say no. I'll just do it. Let me just do it. I'm just doing it. Mm-hmm. But then I'm mad at him for not doing it. <laughs> yeah. Like, why do you, ha- 
why do I have to ask you to do stuff? Because right. he's so used to me just doing it. Mm-hmm. That's, he, I was about to say, mm-hmm. just and doing now, it is teaching him that he doesn't need to. Right. Right. He doesn't need right. to. Exactly. It's enabling. You're teaching him to treat you that right. way. Right. Yeah. Now I'm feeling some type yeah. of way yeah. because yeah. you, like, to me, now you seem lazy and I'm tired. I'm yeah. exhausted. Mm-hmm. And it's to him, it's normal. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, it's normal. He, I don't know if he, re- like, yeah, you tired, but she all right. She usually do it. Yeah. And then that starts to make you be like, all right, nigga. Like, all <laughs> because, right. And this is another thing. There are people who are just used to seeing black women operate from that tired space. Yeah. And so that's normal to yes. them. So tired for other oh people don't look tired for you. Oh, I remember man. I had this conversation with somebody one time. Mm-hmm. We were having like the baby mama, baby daddy discussion that's and right. child support and all this. And obviously he was a dude who was like, you know, child support is this, that, you know, how it go. Yeah. And so I was like, but it, you know, it takes two people. And if you're not going to be physically present, at least you can ease the financial burden because I have to be physically present all the time. Mm-hmm. If you're not going to do half of it, that means I'm doing all of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And still the financial part that you send in is not helping me from stress and all of no. this other shit. It's just, it was that, that meme, financial thing. That meme that, that, um, well, it wasn't a meme. It was a, uh, like a video of TikTok or real. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a woman and she, I forgot who it was, but she was like, she was like, the problem is that people don't understand the difference between like a luxury, like, like being a stay at home mom and having to do everything is not yeah. yes. a luxury. Yeah. You're not giving me anything. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just taking it's on the side of it. And you <laughs> the luxury is when I don't have to like, do it. The luxury yeah. is when I got four nannies. Mm-hmm. I got a housekeeper. Right. I got a chef. Like, yeah. I'm, I got a, I'm then, washing then, dishes. Then, I'm supposed to jump. Like, then you can come joy. home and demand a couple things. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But that's, you know, that's... Um, so, but but I believe that Superwoman, as far as ruining relationships, I think that um, and this is something that I had to um, accept. I think that our problem is that we have to realize it's not our job to save everybody. Yeah. And, there, and there are people's job on the planet to save you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like you saving other people, like there are some people who are here to save you. Oh, Cause, absolutely. Because what I was, because um, what I was saying, what he said back to me was, well, my mom, my dad wasn't here for us, and my mom raised all of us, and she never put him put him on child support, and she figured it out on her own. I know. That's what you do as a parent. That is and not I was what like, she's supposed to do. And I was just sitting there like, <laughs> that woman needed help. Just, exactly. Help. exactly. Your mama was tired. For whatever reason, but, your mom didn't think it was going to benefit her yeah. to ask for help, and that's sad as fuck. Mm-hmm. And well, then and you she might so not have had the either you right. never know but then you, know? you got so used to seeing her that way yes because you expect from a child. that yeah from the woman you have a child with yeah because yeah. that's because that and that's why we have to work out our generational shit. routine because you right. <laughs> the generation the generational routine and that's because when as a you're still looking at your mom from a child perspective right and you have to break out of that and yes. so when you're looking from a child perspective you like well she did it you know it's not a big deal uh-huh. but now as an adult you look like oh doing it is uh-huh. a whole different thing like mm-hmm. doing it is doing it yeah okay yep. and that that it just it, it's just not fair i i teach my um so i have a surviving superwoman group of yeah. women that i meet with um bi-weekly yeah. and we had a session about parenting and a lot of our women like really spoke up like this was probably one of the toughest sessions for me yeah. because I flat out told them like 
there's a different like you want your kids to do as you say and you're showing your kids a completely different thing mm -hmm. if you are showing your kids example our first day i said tell me something that you are proud of on your for yourself most women in the room said they are proud that they are able to keep it together, look good, make it look like they got it all good, like no problems. They they keep it all together. Mm -hmm. And I told all of them, like, yeah, and that's why your kids are stressed mm -hmm. because they see you always keeping it, it all together. together. Yeah. And so the they don't they think know. that they're not supposed. Well, no, they don't. That's yeah. the thing. You have to you have to be honest. Yeah, you gotta show your feelings. You they gotta sure show your kids when you failure. are stressed yes. because they need to see what it is like to process and stress and overcome it. Because I see my granny like that. When, and that's they, why when, I do when it. they see you looking mm -hmm. amazing yeah. and perfect, and oh baby, we got it. Stop mm -hmm. lying to them kids. They are smart. All of them, the little, little, little ones know what like they are smart. Mm -hmm. And when you show them mm -hmm. that you that you got to keep it all together, yeah, they think that's how you have to do. They really think that's what you have to do. Yes. You got to keep and, it all together, and it puts them in a different, a difficult situation because what's coming out of your mouth and the energy that they feeling off of you Absolutely. is completely different. Your kids are in tune with you. They sure so even though you're saying everything's fine, mm -hmm. they can feel that everything is not fine. And yes. that's not even just kids. People's dogs know. Well, they just automatically you know, you're human. Yeah, and you're so, human. <laughs> absolutely. And, and so they, sometimes you have to share those human moments mm -hmm. with your kids so that they can, you know, articulate, yeah. mommy, I'm having a bad day. Yeah. Yes. Mommy, I don't know why I'm grumpy. Yeah. I'm just yeah. grumpy. Yep. Yeah. Mommy, I don't know why yep. I dropped that. I, yes. I was yes. going too fast. I made and, a mistake. Yep. They need to be able to say As that. As adults, we have to communicate. Now, yeah. I'm not telling you to sit down with your seven-year-old and tell your seven-year-old all the business. Right. right. But you can communicate in a seven-year-old Developmentally level. way. Yep. Absolutely. You got to know what age we dealing I'm with. I'm sorry, baby. <laughs> mommy is just sad. Yep. <laughs> Something happened with her friend, right, but I'm and it made her sad. Yes. Right. And then the kid will go and get you a cookie and be like mommy cookies make me happy i know you're sad they're not gonna die because you said i promise right. yeah. yeah they're not like yeah. you have to keep teach your children how to process yeah. emotions you Absolutely. gotta teach yourself because if they see Absolutely. you on the brink of how to tears process emotion. Mm -hmm. if they see you on the brink of tears and kind of, i'm okay i'm okay they're like that's not right, okay like, no not. you're not and then you got them nah. thinking they tripping exactly and, and, and you know they, so cool? they gotta think they okay and the other day, my son came in. Um, I have um, an autoimmune disease, and I was in the bed. You know, I have rheumatoid arthritis. So some days, you know, my body a one is something I can I can't I can't control. Mm -hmm. You know, I try to control the best way that I know how for right now um, is new to me, and. Um, I have my jokes about it. I have my laughing moments, but I also had a moments where I feel a little down. Right. And one day uh, last week, my son, my oldest came in the room and I was mad down. Wig off, just had on my stocking cap. <laughs> mm -hmm. I was laying out across the bed. He like, Ma, what's wrong with you? I'm like, this, this uh, RA flared up on me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I he, and I was like, I got your nana bad jeans. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> and we kind of laughed about it. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, all right, you know, I'm getting ready to go. I was like, all right, I'm about to just lay here just like the dough because I couldn't get up. Mm -hmm. You know, um, sometimes your bones and your muscles, my mind's lock up on me. And it's something that I deal with behind uh, closed doors that, Mm -hmm. I'm actually going to talk about this weekend. 
Yep. So get your tickets. Yep. Get your tickets. <laughs> okay. And so um, wrapping this whole thing up, because I think this was a great discussion. I learned a lot. Um, and I mm-hmm. like some, you know, I had some little breakthroughs in my head. Some little things went off and clicked for me mm-hmm. during this conversation. And so I'm hoping that for the summit, the women there have those experiences too, with just yes. through other people's stories, things start to click for them as well. Mm-hmm. Or it, you know, teaches mm-hmm. them some compassion for the next woman who might be, you know, mm-hmm. experiencing superwoman syndrome in a different way than they experience it. Absolutely. Um, narrative therapy is like a real thing. Like people mm-hmm. actually like feel coping and healing off of hearing other people's stories and experiencing stories like storytelling is a real space mm-hmm. where people like that's that's a real like mythology that people use to help mm-hmm. in in therapy and i just feel like we just don't share enough stories no and yeah. and, and a lot of it is because of the things that we talked about today yep. mm-hmm. but but storytelling has to come back and for us to have the technology that we have with social media mm-hmm. and all of these fake stories like i the the real stories have to come back yes. like yeah. we're putting we are decorating corners of a room and making them amazing yeah and the rest of the house is in full depression like mm-hmm. show us the other side right. so that like, like st- we need the stories like the real stories these these picture perfect makeup perfect yeah. stories are just not real. These, right. We need these beauty six salon second talk trans- again. Yeah, yeah, these like, six second transitions is not it. Like yeah. it's just not. And we gotta start telling the story for real. Yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah. So what do so all because all three of us have major parts in the summit coming up this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, what is one major takeaway that you want the women at the summit to walk Four. away with? Oh my bad. <laughs> yeah. All right. Boom. So <laughs> the four of us are all a big part of the summit. Um, and so I just wanted to ask you, ladies, um, with the theme being surviving superwoman, what is a major takeaway that you want these women to get from the summit? What do you hope to see happen in that room? Melba? To be honest with you, I hope that everyone leaves with. I'm really big on energy mm-hmm. and coming into this, you know, we're coming from who knows all different types of stories, all different walks of life, everything that um, some may not even share. Right. You know, mm-hmm. yep. some may not yep. even share, but my hope is from surviving superwoman is that we really start being intentional with taking off our cape and actually pouring back into ourselves. Because what I'm learning is as I've moved further and further along in my career, if I hear, mm. if, as I hear my client stories, it makes me want to be a better person. Mm. It helps me to self-reflect more. I think that if we did self-reflection so much more with our situations and we're real with each other, mm. I really want us to be real. Oh, my bad. I'm hitting the mic. It's okay. <laughs> I really want us to be able to be real with ourselves as we're leaving there. Yeah. All right. Mm, yeah. It's one thing to lie to another motherfucker. It's a whole different thing to, to be lying to, to yourself. yourself. Yes. Mm. DJ, what do you mm. want the women to take away from the summit? Um, so it's two things. So coming from a like a mom's perspective, knowing that you are a human being above mm-hmm. all else, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You have to take care of yourself mm-hmm. 
before you can take care of anybody else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And knowing that you are not the only person going through whatever you're going through. Cause everybody, we all have our different stories and things and, you know, we're all going through something, but it's going to be somebody, whether it's one person or 10, it's going to be somebody else in there that's going through something similar. Absolutely. We're going we're gonna to be able to relate. Yeah. Right. Right. We don't, we don't really get that. We go be able to see like, damn, mm-hmm. she go, Oh, I'm mm-hmm. not, that's not just weird. That's right. actually kind of normal. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. Yeah. So, Destiny, before you give us a cheers, tell the women what you want them to take away from the summit. What you want them to take away? She thinks she's slick. For me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I said mine already before everybody else. Did you? I yeah. Mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I want... Um, you know what? I just really want women to feel supported. I want I want the women in the room to understand, like we said before, that we all live in the same life <laughs> and we are all experiencing so many different things. Like I want you to be able to feel comfortable to come into a room with people. And it and even though, you know what I mean, the degrees are stacked, the qualifications are there, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. If you a woman that you know, you just now figuring it out. You welcome in the room too. Like it genuinely doesn't matter. And we did that for Golden Weekend. Um, yeah. And yeah. I, I want to be able to do that in a space where we are growing and learning about each other. Yeah. And yep. growing and learning about ourselves. Mm-hmm. And it really just doesn't matter. I, I want, I want that networking and that growth and that stuff to be an afterthought. Mm-hmm. At the end. Yes. I, I want, <laughs> I want the main thing to be. Black women in a room, positive, happy, healthy, and just embracing us, period. Not your kids, F them kids. <laughs> Not your man, F that man. Period. You, it's just you, mm-hmm. okay? My mm-hmm. husband asked me the other day, like, should I come? I was like, I'm sorry, no. No. <laughs> no. Right. He was going to be the videographer. You know he going to get the one. He got one. That is the worst videographer ever. <laughs> Not take a picture. That's why whenever we go somewhere, we don't got no pictures because he can't even take. He sucks. He can't take a picture of me for nothing. Give me the camera, I do it. I can't yeah. never get. That's why I don't got no body pictures. She didn't got me started. That's why I don't got no outfit pictures or nothing because I just. But anyway, um, but, yeah, that's what I'm excited about. Oh, I just want thing. the girls to just do great. I want everybody to leave with something that they're going to change. Yeah. For themselves. Mm-hmm. For yeah. themselves. Yeah. 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 We want every woman that walks out the door to leave with something that they want to change mm-hmm. for themselves. Yeah. And you know my messy ass. I really want y'all to just get that shit up off y'all chest. <laughs> like, no, for real. Because the thing is, there's so many things that we do not say for mm-hmm. fear yes. of being judged. And we all walking yeah. around with the same weight on us. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just say it and get it off. And yeah. you'll be surprised. And it, it ain't gonna sound that bad. Yeah. It's gonna be somebody else in the room who feels that or yeah. Because you were able to say, like, you know what, shit, I don't, you know. Yeah. I, today, I did not love my husband. Or mm-hmm. today, my kids really fucking tried it. Or, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I almost quit my motherfucking job today because mm-hmm. I feel X, Y, Z. Or whatever the case may be. Like, mm-hmm. the things that you've been holding in because of fear that it's going to change or make somebody else feel whatever, I want you to right. say it in that room. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, ain't no, you know. That's what it's for. It's a safe space. It's a safe space. So I just want people to feel safe. 
and be able to just leave a little mm-hmm. lighter. Mm-hmm. And my, I'm not, so this keynote is not going to be like me talking the whole time because I don't really operate like that. So I really hope that y'all are ready to talk because I don't know what y'all thought I was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I thought I was gonna be talking. It's gonna be a full time. workshop. I don't sure, know. I don't go anywhere without planning a word in my mouth. <laughs> so yeah, get your notebooks ready. Yeah. So Des, give us give us a cheers. This was such a good discussion. I feel good. Y'all feel good. I feel, I good. feel good. good. I feel cheers good. I feel good. Yes. Um, and so Melba, I want to thank you for joining us because listen, okay, I'm gonna tell y'all this is one of the busiest women in the city. Y'all. Don't ever get it twisted, okay? <laughs> So to get her here and we get her on Saturday, right. it's huge. Yes, I made it. I was so proud of myself. I'm proud of paper. you I was too. like, I'm going to come. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. I, <laughs> listen, okay. I was texting her. We had KK texting her. We didn't have KK sending emails. I knew because yes. I know what it's like to be a superwoman. Yes. I, need, I need to be notified six times. Oh, okay? absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I was going to Destiny's house today and not to her um, place of establishment. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, so I just want to say thank you so much for rocking with us. And if y'all haven't not, if y'all haven't yet, make sure you get your tickets to the Gold Link Summit. It is going to be amazing this weekend. The girls are linking up. I love when the girls link up. So if y'all didn't know, the girls are linking up every quarter. So, you know, you got you got your little quarters to get it together. You got your three months to get it together every time. And we're going to get it. We're going to be here. Yeah. But outside of that. Everybody, please raise your glasses just a little bit. Um, Y'all already know I love a good cheers. I love a good celebratory moment. I think that it is extremely important to toast and salute, whether it is, I don't really care what it is, if it's some water or whatever it is. I think that you can get you a pretty glass. I think everything <laughs> deserves a pretty glass. I, bad Why? Bitches always, yeah. I, I always, a stem bad is necessary stem. no matter what's in, in it. it. It makes and me feel classy. It does. Doesn't it? It does. It gives you a just it gives your I'm wrist. I'm gonna put me a 40 in this month. Your <laughs> wrist just a little bit of twist, right? So um I wanna just I just wanna say cheers to us being us. Cheers. cheers. Cheers to what we have already done, not cheers to what we will do. Mm-mm. Cheers to what we have already done. It's enough. Mm. It's enough. It is. It you is are enough. enough. We are enough. And we're just gonna toast to that. Cheers. cheers. Yay. Clink, clink, clink. Cheers to life counseling. <laughs> I'm looking for a. a um... Ooh. Mm. Shit. That's nasty. <laughs> the Executive assistant. Back. What are y'all? That look is just saying. What is it? Oh. Kayla. Luna. <laughs> I don't know oh, I ain't gonna is. say that name on our on our show because they ain't paying us. It's tequila, but it's tequila. Oh. Reposado. Oh. Cheers, Miss Sabrina Melton said. Cheers, cheers, Sabrina. Thank you, mom. I was gonna say that's her mom. Oh, Sabrina. <laughs> Listen, okay, mom be everywhere. She rock hard. That's I my love biggest her. supporter, my she number one is. fan. Okay. Always. Shout out to mom. We'll come yes. down here from Muskegon in a minute, okay? Yes, she like you nothing. You going to the summit, mom? She busy. Oh, oh yeah, she probably busy this okay. week. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, ladies. Um, outside of that, I think it's time to take ourselves on up out of here, right? Yes. yes. All right. Yay. I want to thank y'all for joining Go to Girls Podcast. I am Des, your executive producer and the executive director of Golden Girls Group. Thank y'all so much. If there's any way that you need to find what we got going on, you go to goldengirlsgroup.org. Check out YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Anchor, everywhere that you listen to your podcast, you will find us there. 
Who do we have right next to me? I'm DJ. What's up, y'all? I'm the co-host. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Who we got all the way over there on the wall? It's your girl, Missy, the one you love, the messiest one you know. Thank you for rocking with us today, and thank you for always being a friend. Absolutely. And then who do we got in the middle? Our guest host. It's Melba Clark. I'll see y'all on Saturday. Absolutely. Period. And so thank y'all so much for being a friend. We will see y'all soon. See y'all Saturday. Hey, hey, here I go. (laughs) Taking my freedom. Ah.